you for joining the ladies of Her Portion Podcast. Come, pull up a seat at the table, because you are welcome here. Grab your Bible and a pen, and let's dig into God's Word together. Take a moment and pray that God would open your heart to Him as you listen. So without further ado, let's get right into today's portion. Hi, welcome back to the Her Portion Podcast. This is Crystal, and I am so excited about our theme for the month of May. If you all follow me or you've read my book, Pulling Weeds, Planting Seeds, you know that I am very passionate about spiritual growth. And so this time of year in the spring, when everything is turning green and the flowers are blooming, not only do I just love it because I hate winter, (laughs) but because it's new life, it's growth, and it makes me excited. And if you've read the book, you know that I have a picture or an image um, every time I drive into my driveway when I look at my little flower garden out by this big rock that I have. And so when I pull in there, it reminds me of pulling weeds, planting seeds, which to me is all about spiritual growth. Um, So that process of just recognizing the weeds or the sin in our life that we need to clean up and get out. And then the seeds, the things that we want to plant the things we want to see in our life instead, and how that process never ends. If you have done any gardening at all, you understand what I'm saying. It's never ending. It's work. And that's what spiritual growth is about. And while that spiritual growing process is hard work, and sometimes it's even painful as the Lord reveals more and more things that we need to take care of in our life. It's also the most rewarding thing that we can experience. Um, It's such a rewarding relationship when we're growing with the Lord and we can Um, understand and know and experience all the blessings that he has for us because we're being obedient to him. So the Bible is full of passages that talk about spiritual growth and what we need to do to be growing. I want to turn your attention first to 2 Peter chapter 1. It says, Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior Jesus Christ. So he's speaking to believers, people who have accepted Christ as their Savior. Verse 2 says, Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. That knowledge is a thorough acquaintance, a personal relationship, and that only happens as we As we dig into God's word, whether reading, studying, spending time in prayer, sitting under biblical preaching, as we grow in our knowledge of the Lord, we will also be experiencing that grace and peace and many other things that he has offered to us. And then we're just for time's sake, we're going to skip down where it says in verse five, and beside this, giving all diligence Add to your faith virtue, and to virtue knowledge, and to knowledge temperance, and to temperance patience, and to patience godliness, and to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness charity. For if these things be in you and abound, 
They make you that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. There's that word knowledge again. Um, so, and we're to be diligent. That word diligence means a steady application in business of any kind, constant effort to accomplish what is undertaken, exertion of body or mind without delay or sloth. So this tells us that we're supposed to be diligent about adding these things to our faith. These things that are listed here, I would encourage you to do a word study with them. Look them up in your Webster's 1828 dictionary. Have a good understanding of what they mean. They are not things that come naturally to us. Virtue, knowledge, temperance, patience, godliness, brotherly kindness, charity. Um, They're all things that really happen as we grow in our knowledge of the Lord and we begin walking in the Spirit. We're becoming more and more like Christ. We're submitting to the leading of the Holy Spirit, allowing Him to fill us and direct our steps, direct our thoughts, direct our words. That's all part of growing in the Lord. And so, That would be one thing I would suggest is looking up all of those words. And I know some of them you think you know what they mean. Take the time to really look them up, meditate on their definitions, and have a good understanding of them. And then, so this passage, of course, talks about adding. But let's turn over to Galatians chapter 5. In Galatians chapter 5, what we see is the works of the flesh compared to the fruit of the Spirit. So I know it's a familiar passage, um, but let's take a look here. It says in verse 16, This I say then, walk in the Spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Verse 17, For the flesh lusteth against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary the one to the other, so that ye cannot do the things ye would. But if you be led by the, I'm sorry, but if you be led of the spirit, you're not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envy, envyings, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such like. Of the which I tell you before, as I have also told you in time past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. When we get saved, we become a new man. (laughs) We put on that new man. Thankfully, we don't have to surrender to walk in the flesh anymore. We can now walk in the spirit. And it says in verse 22, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, against such there is no law. So again, another list that does not come naturally to us. And I keep pointing that out because the only way that we are able to add to our faith those things that we're supposed to add, the only way we're supposed to, or we can have the fruit of the Spirit evident in our lives is by increasing, ever increasing in our knowledge of the Lord and our relationship with him. That's how we grow. We must take the time and put in the work to do it. We've got to pull out those weeds of sin, if you will, those things that we, as we get to know the Lord, he reveals more and more things to us. 
I still remember early on when I started growing in my walk with the Lord and just being broken over things that I never thought were a problem. (laughs) But the Lord would reveal to me, for example, um, the way that I dressed. I started to question, you know, why am I wearing what I'm wearing? What's my motivation behind this? And just that's a simple example, but that was just one area where I had to submit. Another one would be how I responded or reacted to my husband, you know, learning to control my tongue (laughs) and not say the first thing that came to my mind. Um, Those things were all areas that the Lord began working in my heart. And it was one after another, you know, I would say, yes, Lord. And then there'd be something else. And I would say, yes, Lord. And then there's something else. Well, that is the spiritual growing process. And none of us will ever outgrow it. (laughs) We will hopefully be surrendered to growing in the Lord until Jesus comes for us. Um, You know, if we go back to that thought from my flower garden and all the work and the Bible study, pulling weeds, planting seeds, you know, I talk in there about the things that we need to pull out, the sin that we don't want in our lives, whether it's um, bitterness, worldliness, um, whatever it may be, our discontentment or our evil communication. And then we also need to be adding on what it is the Lord wants us to to de- demonstrate in our lives. So forgiveness, contentment, um, having the law of kindness in our tongue, like the Proverbs 31 woman, um, it's just an ongoing process that will never end. And it is going to help us to know the Lord more. And with that knowledge, we get to experience more and more of his grace and peace and other blessings that he has for us. So I want to leave you with 1 Corinthians 15, 58. It says, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. So always increasing in the work of the Lord for as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. I know every one of us wants to be able to stand before the Lord and hear the words, well done, thou good and faithful servant. We don't want to hear that we should have grown more in this area. We should have surrendered more in this area. That's not what we want to hear when we finally get to see our Savior face to face. So I would just encourage you to be steadfast and unmovable in your faith, but then always increasing in your relationship with Him. Always growing. Thanks for listening to the Her Portion Podcast. If our podcast is a blessing to you, would you take time to leave a review and share it with a friend? Hope you'll come back next week. Thank you for joining us today on Her Portion. We hope you leave with plenty to ponder from God's Word. We encourage you to use today's topic to start your own study in the Scriptures. Until next time.